Hello and welcome back to the Trick Play Podcast. I'm Simon Chaskowski here with Caleb Peterson and shortly we will be breaking down all the sports related news, rumors, and drama that you will want to hear about. This week we will be starting off with our predictions for the NFC side of the NFL where both Caleb and I will give our record predictions for every team in the NFC. So make sure to stick around and check out next week for our AFC predictions as well. Caleb, are you ready to rumble? Absolutely. With the last week of the preseason wrapping up, I believe this weekend, uh, NFL season is just around the corner. And with that, these next couple weeks, like we mentioned off the top, we're going to get into our NFC and AFC conference predictions. Uh, so what me and Simon did, we went through every single game that will be played this season and picked the result of each one. And there might be some interesting things in there. There might be some hot takes. Um, we'll do that. We'll go over record predictions for every team. We'll go over who we think is going to make the playoffs, how we think they're going to do. And then we will go into some more player-specific ones like best free agent, rookie of the year, all that good stuff. Um, I don't know how we want to go about this, Simon. Do you want to go? Neither do I. Do you want to go like? <laughs> this is a lot of stuff. It is a lot down. of stuff. So do you want to, would you rather go division by division or do you want to go like records from the bottom to the top kind of thing? Uh, I think it'd be more fun if we did divisions. Okay. I think, uh, if we just go record by record, by the time we're at the bottom, it's going to be pretty boring. All right. Or from the bottom to the top, we could also do. True. But, eh, divisions? we can do divisions. Which, divi- right. which division do you want to start with? Which, uh, let's start with, let's start with the most interesting. Let's go with the NFC East. How'd you have the NFC East playing out, Simon? NFC, and that is the Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers, right? The, I don't have the names no, in front of e- me. Eagles, Giants, no. Cowboys, and Commanders. Yeah, I never bothered to remember the names of the but uh, anyway, yeah, I I had this one being a pretty competitive division for the top spot because I think the Giants are going to have a pretty good season. I also think the Cowboys won't be bad. I think there's just going to be a lot of competitiveness in this division, and considering you picked this one first, I assume you definitely think that as well. Do you want to start at the bottom here? With, yeah, sure. With what team we think is going to do the worst? Okay, well, I don't think this is going to be a very controversial one. I think it's no. going to be the Commanders. They've got a... Pretty much rookie quarterback Sam Howell. He did. I believe he he started he drafted one game last year. Yeah, he started one game. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to have very limited experience. Obviously, it's pretty handy to be able to sit behind a starter for a season and just kind of get a, just a handle of the NFL as a whole for a season before really having to take on the responsibility of a starter. I think that I actually like Sam Howell. I think he'll do okay. But he is in a very tough division, and I think he will struggle quite a bit. I have them going six and ten. Six and ten. Okay. I six also I also have the Commanders um, in last. I have them doing so again. We pick this game by game, so it's not like yeah. you can just look at a team and be like, oh, they're a like three and fourteen team. Like you can't just say that right off the bat. Um, and so I. When I picked all these games, I had the Commanders actually doing a little bit worse than I thought I would. Um, I had them at 4-13. and 13. Um, And now, Jeez. that's pretty bad. But they do, bad. Have, they do have some rough games ahead of them. And I picked, of course, like, I didn't just pick this. I picked this with some upsets in there. Because if you're trying to 
as much yeah. as of a pointless ex exercise as it is, if you want to try to predict the NFL season, you're going to have to have some updates in there. So, like, I had them losing to the Cardinals week one, um, which we might get into a little bit oh, later. Oh, wow. Um, just because I Holy. think that new Sam Howell offense might have a little bit of growing pains, and there's always those couple week one games <laughs> that you immediately write in. Are they going to have many growing pains, though? <laughs> I don't know. Like... It's the kind of thing that doesn't make sense right off the bat, but I can just see them yeah. not coming out with their foot on the gas. And then they've got a kind of brutal schedule ahead of them. They've got the Broncos, which is winnable, but I have them losing. Um, the Bills and Eagles don't really have a chance there. I also have them losing to the Bears. So I have them losing their first five games of the season, and then they pick up some wins along the way, but after that, it's kind of rough from then on out because they've, they've got... They're playing in such a tough division. Um, I've got them, like... I have them going one in five against their division because I have, spoiler alert, every other team in their division making the playoffs. Um, oh, I do not have that. So I have one team. I have one other team joining them. And I think that's where missing. It, actually, I think that's where. Wait one second. Oh, go ahead. But I was going to say, I think that's where the separation between our two records from the commander is, is just because. Um, the separation is because of, like, how that the, the division is. Um, if you value the team, the other teams in this division as much as I do, even though the Commanders are a good team, their record will make them look worse than they actually are just because they have to play six of those games against teams from their division, and I have them losing five out of six. If they're in another division, if they're in the NFC South... Like, do I think the Bucks, who, again, spoiler alert, I have is the same record as them are a worse team than the Commanders, yes. But the Bucks are going to be able to sneak out some wins against the Falcons and Saints. The Commanders yeah. sneaking out wins against the Eagles and Cowboys, not as likely, right? Um, yeah, I have... And I have, the funny thing is I have the same thing as you. If we want to... <laughs> we're going to jump all over the map, I feel like. But uh, with the Buccaneers, I have them with a slightly better record than the Commanders. And I totally agree with you. I think the Commanders are definitely a better team. But when you look at those two divisions, it's not fair. The NFL is not fair across the entire thing you will not get the same like uh schedule as other teams so i think that i totally agree with you i think that uh washington is still a fairly decent team honestly like they're not bad i think it all just falls on how good sam howell is yeah like just being handed the reins i think a lot of people have lower expectations than they should i actually think he'll be okay i think they're i think he has the chance to live up to a lot of expectations that a lot of people had before he was drafted. Here, it's just up to. I think he's just he's being underrated a lot. I think he'll. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, but I, uh, I it's just think so too. That's a that's a tough division. Do you want to do you want to move on to the team you have in yeah, third in the NFC? I I will just one thing before I move on, just to further that point home. Um, this website that we're using is cool. Playoffpredictors.com. It is. It, cool. it gives you a whole bunch of stats about the records that you picked. I had them, because a team plays 17 games in a season, I had them playing 13 games against winning teams, and they only won one. Mm. That is where I think the Commanders oh. are going to struggle. Because yeah. it's really, they're, they're a good team, but they're, they're going to struggle. So you're saying they're points. like the 17th, 18th best team in the NFL? <laughs> like, they're just like, they're not bad, but they're not good yet. Like, yeah. this ain't their year. 
yeah, it's not their year. And I, but I do think they'll see some positive things. I think they'll keep games close. Like it's not going to be chopped. They're chopped a young up team. Automatic they're a young win. team. Yeah. They'll be good. They've got good pieces. They'll be fun. Like, it's just like their strength of competition makes it almost impossible for me to say they're going to be anything yeah. more than like a six-win team. And the and the funny thing about it is, I could see a lot of teams in this division falling off after this season, if not in this season. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that at all. Yeah. So I think. After this season, I could see the Commanders moving up towards the topper, the top half of this division. But uh, this season ain't it, dog. Yep. <laughs> this ain't it, dog. Okay, what do you, who do you have in third? I have see if it's the, same. the Dallas Cowboys coming in third. Okay, me, me and you are the same. What what did you have for the record? Because you said I, you had three teams making yes, the playoffs. So I, had I think them, that's where me and you are going to differ. I had them at 10 and 7. Okay, I had them at 7 and 9. So at 7 and... Seven and ten, or or why do I have them at seven and nine? Wait one second. Do you not on pick my one screen, of the games? It says, "Did I not?" One second. I'm gonna quickly scan through my the the cool fancy website. One second. Did I miss one? I might have missed one. Yeah. Uh, either way, depending on which team I had them, I no matter what, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. So it doesn't matter. But. I don't know what game I would have missed. Oh, oh! I also missed a Eagles and Seahawks game. Oh, okay. Well, the Eagles smashed the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it, I think I also had the Seahawks losing to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other games did I miss? Hmm. This is gonna piss me off for the rest of the thing <laughs> until I find it. Okay, anyway, you can take right, it. Why can, do you think the Cowboys are going to be okay? I think, Simon, if you want to find it, you can click on each individual team and then see just there. So if you click can on the you? teams on the side, yep. Yeah. And then you'll see all of their oh. games. Which game did I miss? Oh, Charger or Rams versus Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys win that. but So they'd be... That still keeps them 8, eight and nine, 9 and they miss the playoffs. Okay, yep. yeah. Eight, 8 and 9 miss the playoffs. So okay. that's... No matter what, it would have been about the same outcome. Okay, I'm not yeah, about that, but. yeah, no. I think. I, why are you so low on the Cowboys? That is my my question. It's not that I'm. Well, again, it just comes down to tough division. Like at the end of the day, do I really see them beating either the Giants or the Eagles when things get things get tough? And the answer is truthfully no. I just don't. I'm not high enough on the Cowboys. I think they'll be okay. Like eight and nine is not a terrible record considering the division they're in. It's just that I I do value at the end of the day I do think that the Giants are a better team and I think the Eagles are a significantly better team. So I it doesn't really come down to anything more than that. I'm also not very high on Dak and I've never really been very high on Dak. So that maybe that's also part of it, but uh I mean it doesn't come down to anything more than that. It's not necessarily something I have against the against the Cowboys. It's what I have going for the Giants and the Eagles. I think is more Yeah. What uh, comes down to that? I don't know. I think I'm a little bit higher on the Cowboys. I think I I think Dak gets a little bit too much hate. Like he's not he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, obviously, but he is very much. So you're good, not one of the people enough. who thinks Trey Lance is going to replace somebody? Absolutely. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Dak is a good. Dak is a good quarterback, and he now has. He has, even though he has had quite a few weapons to his disposal with his entire time in the Cowboys, he has his best group of weapons he's ever had with the addition of Brandon Cooks, which is something that I think went really under the radar because of how good he is. Um, 
they've got a lot of playmakers. They've got Tony Pollard. They've got CeeDee Lamb. Um, they have still a really good offensive line and their defense. They've still got Micah Parsons, um, DeMarcus I don't know Lawrence. if I, I don't know if I agree with you that, that these are the best weapons he's ever had. Who would you like? Put- I'm, I'm really, I'm really thinking about that. Well, cause there's a point when he had Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott I was guess. better <laughs> than he is I now. I guess, I guess. And, uh, C- still had CD Lamb, like. I, it's better, I maybe it's value better that than, it's so better than has, last season, at least. Like it's it's better than most quarterbacks have. It's still an elite group. Don't get me wrong, but it feels like we've seen him with better, and he did less with it. It's, I think that's more the point that I'm trying to make. I just think, like uh, I just don't think like I think there'll be a drop off from last year, but I don't think the drop off that you're projecting is like feasible because last year they went twelve and five, and I do think they got better as a team. I don't think they're going to have that much of a drop-off. Just looking at everything that they've done, and you also forget that they added Stephon Gilmore, too. Like, that the backfield of um, Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs. Like... That is going to be a nice... It's a good lineup. And do they have a tough schedule? Yes, but... And do I see them kind of going back and forth in terms of losing to some bad teams and then beating some good teams? Yeah, because that's what the Cowboys do. Um... Like, I have them starting off 0-2 against the Giants and Jets, but I also have them beating teams like the Seahawks. I have them beating the Giants later on in the season. I have them beating the Lions, who I think are going to be really good. But I also have them, like, losing at some points to um, teams. Like, I had them losing to the Dolphins. I think I had them, like, losing to... Obviously losing to the Eagles both times, losing to the Bills. Like... It's a tough schedule, but they're going to find ways to just luck out of some games, and they have enough talent to push themselves through to the playoffs, I think. I have them in as the seventh seed, so it's not like they're setting the world on fire, but I do think they are yeah. still a playoff team. Yeah, and I totally get that side of things, too. I think it's just tough, because I have... The NFC is going to be a monster this year. I think that's the main thing, like... They, and I mean, 8-9 and nine isn't really a good enough record to get in anywhere, but I still, I, I don't mean that with any disrespect. If they were in a different division, they would have made it in for me, actually. They would have made it in later on, but they would have made it in. Yeah. I think you probably can guess which division I'm talking about, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to the fun division later. Okay, so uh, moving on next, who do you, where, why do you have the Giants in second? Because the Eagles are better than them by quite a bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, what what do you have for their record? I have them also at 10 and 7. So they win the tiebreaker. I the did Cowboys. too. Yep. 10, and, 10 and 7 is uh, where I had them as well. I actually had them in 7th, which is where you said you had the Cowboys. Yeah, so that I, just I tells me that sixth. I think I probably had. I think I. Well, my division, I, I had another division actually get three playoff teams, and we can move on to that really? later on. I did. Yeah, and we can we'll talk about that in a bit. But. I think, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know exactly why I'm so high on the Giants to think that they are that much better than the Cowboys to win two more games over them. I don't, I don't know if I can name a specific reason other than gut. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like the Giants a lot more than I like the Cowboys this year. I, I, you said you think Dak gets too much hate. I think Daniel Jones gets a bit too much hate. I think he'll be fine. Adding Darren Waller is an insane addition for them because yeah, he's going to be he's he's always been a very good tight end. It feels like the second he went to the Giants, everybody started writing him off almost. Like I feel like I haven't heard anything about him. 
Like, he's probably, uh... Like, that's just a terrific addition for them. He's the, the best tight end I can think of them having in a very long time. Other than, if you want to consider Evan Ingram a good tight end, then you can do that. But, like, I just... I don't know. I, I like it. I like what they're doing. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll... Eh, 10 is a good record for them. Yeah, it feels like a season where they're kind of going to tread water. Like... Their receiver core is kind of rough, but the fact that they have Darren Waller as a safety blanket almost makes up for it. And that defense is still going to be really good. Um, like Wink Martin, I believe Wink Martindale is still there as the defensive coordinator. He is like, he's a very good defensive coordinator, and they've got so much talent, especially on that defensive line. Like Kayvon Thibodeau is only going to get better. Um, like true, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. That's going to cause some problems. And, well, like, their cornerbacks are not the greatest. Um, you can see what you've got in Deontay Banks and you've got Xavier McKinney. Like, it's a young team, and I think they're, record-wise, I think they're going to tread water a little bit. But if the big question is Daniel Jones, if he continues to play like he did last year, then I think they'll be okay and make the playoffs, and I think they will. And Brian Dable's a good coach, too. Like, they've got a, such a good coaching staff that even though I don't think the talent is as good as the Cowboys, if I'm being quite honest, um, I still think they're going to, be in a fight with them like i have them i believe you trust the system a bit more than you trust the cowboys yeah i don't i don't i don't trust mike mccarthy quite as much as i do brian dable yeah and that's totally fair and then uh if we want to move on to the eagles because i feel like there's a lot more interesting things to be said there considering i know there are a lot of big names in the nfl world saying that they think the eagles will fall off clearly it's a pretty good sign that both me and you disagree with them yeah absolutely not they're gonna uh, they're gonna tear tear up the league I think that there's been so much this whole season about, like, I don't know if you saw, but there was something that came out about how uh, Jalen Hurts' background is him walking off the field at the Super Bowl after losing to the Chiefs. Like, I think that they are going to come back, and they're going to have a hell of a year. I think I I have just nothing but absolute belief in that team. Yeah. I even, like, I think that they're going to be great. What are, I, I what, are your, uh, what are your losses for like what are what's your record and who do you have them losing to? Because yeah, I definitely agree. I I had them going thirteen and four. Same. Yeah. Who did yeah, you have okay. them losing I'll check. to? I had them losing to the Dolphins, the Chiefs. Actually, this one kind of surprises me looking back on it, but the 49ers. And is that all of them? Chiefs, 49ers, Dolphins, who else? Where's the where's the other loss? Give me a second, I'll find it. Um, maybe they went thirteen and three. Where the hell? All my losses are disappearing. Oh, found it. Never mind. Jets. Okay. It was the same color as the Eagles. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm missing that too. I also have them losing to the Jets. Yeah. Um, the rest of them are just like random upsets for me. Like I don't think this team. This team is good enough yeah. to pull out. Like, I have them beating the Chiefs. I have them beating the Dolphins. Because that is the funny thing, isn't it? Because, like, well, I had um, I had the Dolphins beating them, but almost for the same reason. Like, I think the Dolphins are going to be great this season. Yeah. I think they're going to be really, really solid. But I don't... I, I didn't have them beating the Eagles because I think they're better than the Eagles. I had them beating the Eagles because somebody needs to beat the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, uh... Yeah. I have two. And I'd almost say the same thing about the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I fully believe that the Chiefs can repeat what they did in the Super Bowl again. Mm, No. I I don't think they would. We'll we'll get to that when we get to the AFC. But 
I'm I'm yeah. I'm still high on the Chiefs because you have to be, but I I do have them with the yeah. worst well, of record course. than the That's Eagles. That's not me dissing the Chiefs at all. That's me making it clear how high I am on the Eagles yeah. going into this next season. They are are they your number one seed? They are. Okay, yeah, same. And then you had the no, I, I don't think that's con. Well, e- even if it is controversial, it shouldn't be. No, I think not. that uh, they are going to repeat what they did last season, and they won't have a lot of problems with it. No, yeah. no matter how tough you think that division is with the Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, they will kick ass in it. I had them sweeping that division, and I didn't have to think about it twice. Really? Okay, I had them going four and two. I had them losing once to both the Giants and an upset loss to the Commanders. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. I had them going 6-0. I The upsets that I did give the Eagles, like, when they did lose, were mostly against good teams. Yeah. Like, and none of them were in the division. Yeah, I just think division games are so close, no matter who the teams are, that it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, otherwise, my other two losses That's for them are Vikings fair. and Jets. Like, those are both good teams, and they can pull it out if they... Those are very good If teams, they have yeah. a, like, if they have a good season. Um, do you want to move on so to... So what, what division do you want to do this? Yeah, do you, want to, do you want to do the NFC West now, or do you want to save that for later? <laughs> the NFC West? Yeah. I mean, we could. Um, do you have a division you'd like to go to? I kind of want to get... I kind of want to get the South over with. Okay. Because I feel like that's the most boring. It is. Okay, That's who do you have in last yeah. in the South? Because I can tell you right now, the South is the most boring, and my other two divisions are more interesting. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. In the, do you want to, so you want to start at the bottom again? Yeah, let's do it. Is it Tampa? Okay. I, it isn't. It isn't Tampa. It is not Tampa. Really? You, you have missed my battleship, good sir. Really? Um, is it Atlanta? I have the Falcons. Wow. I have, yeah. I'm, Atlanta. I guess I shouldn't be that surprised by it. Um. But what... Uh, I mean, after all the conversations we've had about Baker, I feel like it's, it should be that surprising. Yeah, but no. I still have them missing, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not but making we can, the playoffs. We can... What was your so record? So you have, you have Tampa at the bottom? I have Tampa at the bottom. We, let's talk about the Falcons okay, first. we can talk about Tampa. I have them at three. I have or, them at okay, three. Sure. <laughs> yeah, talk... okay. I... Sure, okay. We can talk about the Falcons first, then. I have them going five and twelve. <laughs> I, funny and... Okay, I also have them going five and twelve. Yeah, I I as much as I do actually believe in uh, Ritter, I I think and I do think he has a lot of good weapons there that they could potentially use to turn into something. I don't know, man. <laughs> it, every single time they popped up on my little like picker screen to choose the game, I'd be like, eh, they're they're gonna lose that one, and eh, they're gonna lose that one. Nah, they won't win that one. Like it's just, I I feel like I almost gave them a couple pity games. I don't know. Yeah. they're not a good team. No, like uh, they're gonna be bad. There's not really a good team in this division. I'm really curious on who you have at number one, because uh, I think I strangely have it being pick. a competitive division. <laughs> my num- mine was not a competitive division. We'll get to that later. Um, okay, sure. So yeah, I had the Falcons at at three. I have them with the same record. I do think, yeah, you're right. Like the their schedule, it's it's not as rough as some of the teams in the NFC East because they're playing a, a good division. But, like, some of these games, I just yeah. don't see them winning. Like, Lions, Jags, um, there's a few yeah. that, there's a few that they can just, like, if they, if they flip a few of these games, I think they could be better. Like, I have them losing to the Commanders and the Bucks and the, um, 
and like the Saints and the Colts. Like those are a few games they can flip, and they could do a lot better than five and twelve. It's just like this isn't their year. The biggest thing that I'd like to <laughs> no, see uh, from the Falcons is promise. Like I want to see Bijan. Oh, yeah. Drake London and Kyle Pitts just have great seasons, even if they lose a whole bunch of well, games. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the crazy thing to me. It's insane that they're that bad. Like, yeah. and the funny thing is, like, I want to disagree with it, but I can't find a reason to because I love that team. That's such a young, fun team, and I will be watching a lot of their games this year. But they won't be winning them, which sucks because I really want to see this team do well. I just. I don't know. I don't see it. And I, I can tell you don't see it either, considering we both have them 5-12. and 12. Yeah. But um, if you, since they're your third, they're my fourth, who's your fourth? That didn't make Tampa. a lot of sense. Who's it's, your fourth? <laughs> it's Tampa. It's Tampa. I don't think they're going to be very good. Okay. Why, why do you have Tampa in fourth? As or do much, you want me to as tell much you as I, I As much as, I'll, I'll go into my rationale, as much as I think Baker Mayfield gets too much hate, I don't see the the, the Bucks doing too well. Um, like, Baker will do better than people think. But, like, coming out of the gate, they're going to lose their first five games. Like, that's not really quite... Vikings, Bears, Ooh, Eagles, wow. Saints, Lions, all losses. Um, so what What? What do you have their record being? I have them at 4-13. and 13. <laughs> Oh, God. That is brutal. I don't think that's that controversial. I, I don't think it is either, but that is absolutely brutal. Yeah, it um, is. Let's see. I had them starting off going actually two and three. Really? Who's so, them winning? Yeah. Bears and I had Saints? them I had them beating the Saints and the Lions, actually. I don't really? know if I agree with that. That is an upset. Yeah. So that 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 must have been one of my upsets for the Lions. So yeah, I did have the Bucks winning that. Yeah, I'm kind just, of scanning through it a second time and just like it's pretty interesting. It's just such <laughs> I don't a, know if, I don't know how much I agree with myself. But it's just such a rough I, I, like. There's some rough. Do I know what record there. I have them being? Because I know yeah. you're gonna disagree with that. Let's see it. Seven and ten. Oh, man, you have them about the same as the Cowboys. That's kind of insane. Like I can kind I, I can kind of see it because they still have a lot of. I I do think like. I wouldn't be shocked if four and thirteen is a little bit of an overreaction if Baker plays well, but it's just like yeah. the depth isn't there. They still have a pretty good starting lineup, but like if people get hurt, one of the best down, wide receiver cores in the NFL. Okay, but you si- Simon, you yeah, say like that it's... you say that though, but they had their depth decimated. Yeah, they have Evans and Godwin. Like their third receiver is Trey Palmer, and then they have nobody after that. I respect yeah. the, I respect David Moore at wide receiver five because I'm a Seahawks fan. Um, but other than that, there's nothing there. Um, their defense yeah, no. is pretty. One hundred percent, and I don't. It's pretty. Their I defense don't is pretty good, you. but it's like depth. Depth is their issue. They're gonna have a few injuries, and they're just gonna like tank. And with how tough just their die. schedule is <laughs> at the start of the season, um, I don't think they're gonna be able to make up for it. Like I have, yeah, I have them I totally, losing their Well, last I don't. Ha- four. It's not like I have them making the playoffs. Yeah. I the only th- reason I think that they would ever have that many wins is because of how just terrible that division is. It is a terrible division. Like I, I really like. I'm not gonna say what team I have, but the team at the top has a losing record for me. Really? I don't. I think that I think that this division will be home to 
what I think is the first uh, team making the playoffs with a losing record since the Seahawks and whatever season they did that in. Oh, I think someone like, the, the NFC East did that like a, a lot. Oh no, like Giants did it. Yeah. Giants did it. Yeah, okay. Other than this will be the first time it'll happen since the Giants. I that's but that's what I mean by how terrible I think this division is and why I have multiple teams going 7 and 10. Those are padded records. Those are padded records. They're not not pretty. That's very like, interesting. Uh, we're going to have we're going to have a bit of a debate when we get to my number 1 team. This is a this is one of my I'm curious takes. on who your number I, I'm curious on who your number one team is okay, going to be who's... solely because I knew you weren't very big on Derek Carr. But who's your who's your number two? My number two. Well, my number two is the technically my number two is a tie between which the get the 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 thing gave it to the Bucks, but oh really? I also have the Saints too. Okay, I it... technically have the Saints also going seven and ten. Okay, okay. So that's fair. I have the Saints at eight and nine. I don't think that I think they will be very okay. mid. Um, I think yeah. they will oh, be. Well, that's... I've I've talked to. They're... I've I again I've I've talked about my my friend Kean before. Um, my Saints fan friend. Um, we've talked about yeah. this before of how like I just don't know what they're doing in terms of they are just treading water. Um, their roster isn't bad. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He's it gonna really make. Isn't. He's gonna no. make them win some games, but it's not gonna be enough to make it into the playoffs. Like it's just not. Gonna the be. thing is, I, I feel like honestly, I could see them making the playoffs at eight and nine. Like I feel like the team I have at number one, which uh, if you know how to uh, eliminate, <laughs> is the Carolina Panthers going eight and nine. I could also see the Saints making it at eight. I wouldn't have an issue if that was a prediction. I could see the Saints being the top team. I The only reason I put Carolina above them is because I think it'd be really cool to see Bryce Young just go absolutely off in his first season. I think he will. I, and it's almost, enti- it's almost entirely that. Like, I think that Bryce Young, in this crap, this absolute crap shooter of a division, has the opportunity to actually make some magic. But this is not very good Carolina team. Okay. I, so, Simon, I am going to... Let's talk about Carolina. I think let's that, talk about Carolina. I think <laughs> I am going to uh, upset you a little bit. I have them also at first. Can you guess what I have their record at? Um, Based on how crappy you have the bottom two, I don't know. Like... Do you have them like thirteen and four or something like that? I have them twelve and five. I have Holy them. I have crap. them third in the conference. And I don't think. <laughs> let me let me get into this. Let me get into this. I don't okay. think. Okay. I don't think that's that much of a stretch. You know who I see the Panthers as? The Panthers are the Bengals from the year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Nobody thought the Bengals would be any good. Joe Burrow had a rookie season already, but he got injured halfway through, so nobody really knows what he's going to be. They've got some young weapons, but like again, nobody really knows what they're going to be. Um, that's what this Panthers team feels like to me. And I, Frank Reich is a very good coach. They've got some like. I think um, you might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they stole Ijo Avero from uh, Ijiro Avero from the D- Broncos, who is an amazing defensive coordinator. Um, I just think this team um, is going to shock some people, and I also think their schedule is very easy. Okay, I'm just gonna like go through like none of these feel controversial. Wins against the Falcons and Saints, lost to the Seahawks, 
these might these two are upsets, but beating the Vikings and Lions, losing to the Dolphins, beating the Texans, Colts, Bears, losing to the you Cowboys. You have them beating the Vikings and the Lions? I do. And I think that... Holy. I think that both of those would be upsets, but I think it can be done. I don't think the Vikings... The Vikings and Lions are good, but they're not world beaters. Um, then I have them beating, like, Titans, uh, Bucks, um, Falcons, Packers... And Bucks again, those are not hard games. Those are very winnable games for the Panthers. Um, and just, like, they have such a good, like, it, I think Bryce Young's going to go off. He was doing so good in the preseason, and I think he's going to um, live up to everything and more. Um, but they've got, like, they have a really good receiver room. Like, it's actually really good. Adam Thielen, DJ, DJ Chark, Jonathan Mingo, Terrace Marshall, uh, LaVisca Chenault, it goes five deep. They have a good off- they have a pretty good offensive line because they've got, like, Ike Mekwanu, um They've got, like, a bunch of high picks. They've got Taylor Modon, who's really good. Um, Hayden Hurst at tight end. That's a pretty decent offense. Defense is where it gets a little bit rough, but they still have some young, great players. Brian Burns is great. J.C. Horn is great. Jeremy Chin is great. Um, it all comes down to health, obviously. I do think that if they're they're also not a very deep team, especially on defense. If people get hurt, then it's going to be really rough. But I think um, Ijiro Vero can uh, elevate this team, especially on defense, to match what I think the offense is going to be with the with Frank Reich at the helm. I think it's going to be very good. Um, and I just think with how easy their schedule is, they're going to shock some people, and they're going to have a very good record. Is do I I made the comparison earlier to the Bengals um, the year they went to the Super Bowl. Do I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl? No, I have them going on the first round. But I think it's going yeah. to be a season that will be exciting, something for them to build on, and I think they will have a record that may be better than they actually are, but I think they're going to surprise some people with how good they actually are. Okay. I the fun I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said other than them beating like the Lions Vikings I don't know but Lions and Vikings are really I, the only ones right and you can chalk those up to upsets I don't think it's that yeah. much of a stretch you t- and you take those out and they'd be what ten and seven that's yeah. still a pretty good yeah record yeah like you'd have an easier time for, like convincing me of like ten and seven I think. Yeah, I could believe that. Like the funny thing is, me and you both have them at the top, so we don't disagree on that. We don't disagree on that. They're gonna make it's the just, playoffs. There is quite a bit of a gap. Well, yeah. yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs just based on how bad the division is. But there is a gap between just how many. That's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins for a rookie wins? quarterback. Yeah, but I think he can do it. I think he can do it. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. It'd be very cool. It would. Be It'd cool. be very very cool. That'd be that would be like a. It, it's always it's like um, what am I trying to find? It's like how everybody uh, talks about Big Ben's rookie season and all that, and how like you could just tell he was going to be a Hall of Famer just from that rookie year where he just went absolutely off, right? That's how it feels when you when like when you hear like they're going to go twelve and five or whatever you said it was. Like that yep. is nuts. That'd be a really cool thing to watch, and I hope we see it. I I hope we see it. I think that that'd be really cool. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if they're that much better than the teams in there in that division. I think that they're they're still there's I like they'll make the playoffs, sure, but losing I I have an easier time believing that they'll have a losing record. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't be like again. It's me going out on a limb a little bit. 
I wouldn't be shocked if they, you know, were, like you say, kind of in step with everybody else at a losing record or around middle of the pack. But I do think this is not that, uh, not that out there of a scenario for them to win that many games. Well, it'd certainly be cool. Which which division do you want to move on to now? Hmm. So we got the the, which no- one do you the think? north or the or the west or the west. Yeah. Hmm. You want to sa- you want to save the west for the end so I can save my Seattle homerism for then. Or do you want to save the or do you want to sure? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I I uh, my north is very interesting, and I think we're gonna fight over this one. Yeah, we will. All that's all I'm gonna say. We're okay. gonna fight over this one. Who do you have in last? Um. I have the Packers. Yeah, I do as well. Okay. What do you have okay, them at? But what record do you have the Packers as? Because that's where we're going to fight. <laughs> I, have them at, I have them at 6 and 11. Oh. Wait, did I? I missed a game. Fuck. I didn't swear. <laughs> Close your ears. Which game did I miss? God damn it. Why Why did I miss? Oh, there we go. Versus the Vikings. Okay, Vikings. Don't lose that. Okay, now I have their actual record. I have them going 8 and 9. Wow, you think this division yeah. is going so to be I, very good? I'm actually, I'm actually higher on the Packers than I think most people are. I think that they obviously lost, they obviously lost their Hall of Fame quarterback, which is gonna suck. <laughs> but I actually, I actually like their team. I think that, uh, I, I think that Jordan Love is gonna have quite a few weapons to work around. I think that he'll be like okay. Who? He's had a lot like of years. Who? To, like who? <laughs> Watson. Other people, Aaron yeah, exactly. Jones, shut up. Exactly. <laughs> they don't have any weapons. That's why I think they're going to be very bad, and I think 6-11 and 11 is actually quite generous. Um, Although, to be fair, Caleb, to be fair, when I look at, like, the the things that I have them, like, in when I, because pulling up stats, in my in my thing, I, it's a, I have a record versus winning and a record versus losing, right? Yeah. Versus winning teams, I have them going 2-7. and seven. Yeah, I have them. I have them actually doing decent. I have them going four and nine against winning teams. I have them going two and yeah, two. Yeah. So against keeping that teams. in mind, keeping that. So that means they go six and two versus losing teams. I feel like that's not, like that's not that nuts. That's not that nuts. I feel like they could do it. I I actually the funny thing is, I don't know. I could see it. I could see them going eight and nine, which is which I know is nuts, and I feel like. I could also the eight and nine is the top to be to be clear. That is the best I see them doing. There is no way they do better than eight and nine. I could see them doing worse, but I don't know, man. I could see it. I could see it. The dream is there. Yeah, I just don't. It all it all hinges on how good Jordan Love is, and that's why it's such a crapshoot to pick this team. I but, think I think he'll be yeah. okay. I just don't think like he's got nothing to work with. He's got Aaron Jones and he's got good running back, sure, and Christian Watson's pretty good. But who does he have after that? Um, Romeo Dobbs was pretty good last year, but like I don't know if he's going to be able to rep- um, like to be able to replicate that. Um, Luke Musgrave at tight end, like I don't know. You double Christian Watson, and what does he do? Like that's kind of my <laughs> issue with that. And the defense is okay. okay. They've still got Jerry Alexander. They've still got some good pieces back there but for me it's just like these Packers games are going to be like 17 to 10 every game with the defense trying to keep them in it and they just can't because our offense can't score any points um that's kind of what I'm thinking for this team um I think there'll be some moments I actually have them going on a weird four game winning streak in the middle of the season um 
beating the Broncos, Vikings, Rams, and Steelers. Um, but other than that, they're just going to be abysmal. And I think I could even flip some of those games. Um, True. Like, Vi- yeah. Vikings is very much just a, this is a division game thing. Um, and I, I could see the Broncos winning, like, I don't know, 6-11, and 11, honestly, for me, is their ceiling. Like, you say 8-9 and nine is their ceiling for you. I think I pretty much hit their ceiling. Um, yeah. I, and that's fair, but you should just that should show how high I am on this entire division as a whole. When the worst team is eight and nine, yeah. Do you want to move on? Well, to we can move three? on to three. Yeah, who do you have at who do you have at three? I have the Bears at three. Wow, shocker! Who could have saw that one coming? I yeah. do too, but not because they're bad. No, <laughs> not because they're bad. I I have them going ten and seven actually. Okay. I think that they will be great. I'm not that I have far three off. playoff teams in this division. I don't have them making the playoffs. I have playoffs. three playoff teams in this division. I have only I one. I have only good. one. The Bears, to me, are missing the playoffs. They're the ninth seed. So not that far out. I have them at nine and eight. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're about the same. We're about the same. I do think, again, those teams in the NFC East are going to be hard to beat for that last playoff spot, um, which is why I think they'll like just miss out on it. Uh, but I do think they're going to be pretty yeah. good. I think they're going to surprise some people. I think actually having like players on the team that he can throw the football to would be nice for Justin Fields um with DJ Moore um like DJ Moore Donna Mooney K- K- uh, Chase Claypool that's a that's a pretty good starting receiver core um the defense is where it gets a little bit yikes like there's some players on there but uh, it's not let's not kid ourselves and say they're going to be doing anything world battery i think Justin Fields will carry them to a lot of wins um, but I think it's a team oh, yeah. that is not oh, yeah. quite ready yet, and I think they need defense. Um, it's going to be like the opposite of the Packers, where their offense is going to be scoring points like insane, um, but their defense, like they're going to be playing in a lot of shootouts, um, and they're going to be they're going to be beating. I, I have them beating up on the losing teams and just getting decimated against winning teams. I have them. Yeah. I have them eight zero against well, losing teams and one and eight against winning teams. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of nuts. Yeah, I had them. I had them four and five against winning, and six and two versus losing. So I still had them beating up losing teams, just not as heavily, I guess. Yeah, I just like, think uh, I just think Justin Fields has it to where if it's not a good, very good team, he could just elevate the Bears to a win by himself. Um, but if you're actually playing a team that has good structure. Um, then I don't think they're going to be able to pull it out. I'm very interested. Who is the one winning team I have them beating? That is very... uh, I have them beating... Is it... Not the Commanders. Not the... I don't know if the Raiders is a win. Oh, wow. Spoiler alert for next episode, but I have the Raiders doing very poorly. Yikes. Um, I think I do too, actually. The Browns? I wasn't very high on them. I can't actually see which team, which winning team I have them beating. I don't know who it is, but yeah, all that oh. to say that I don't think they're good. So clearly, I, it's not a very good winning. Team, no, is what you're saying. no, I don't think yeah. it is. Um, okay, well, but yeah. we can move on. We can move on. I think uh, I think we. That's pretty much all that could be said about the Bears. They'll be yeah. okay. They'll fu- they're fine. They'll be. Okay. I have them making the playoffs, but. I also have them losing in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and we're about the same on record. And then when you actually get into the final two is probably where it'll get interesting. Because really, it could be that you really, I don't think it, it's that controversial to say which, that it's going to be tough to pick between the Lions and the Vikings. 
Yeah. They are two very good teams. Yeah. Um, do you, who do you have at two? I technically have a tie okay. with the wins, but I have the Vikings at two. Me too. I also have the Vikings at two. Okay. What is your yeah. record for the Vikings? I have both the Lions and the Vikings at 11-6. Okay. I have the Vikings at 10-7. and seven. Um and I have the Vikings just because of how competitive the NFC East is, missing the playoffs on a tiebreaker. They are the eighth seed. Wow. They have the same record as the sixth and seventh ranked teams and the Giants and Cowboys, um, but they will barely miss the playoffs, which I think one of these teams is going to have to get out um, out of the teams in the North and the East. And I just had the Vikings being the odd man out, and that's not really an indictment against them just kind of how the cards fell their strength of schedule is pretty high like i have them losing to like chargers chiefs niners um Bengals, lions like the, none of those are that surprising um it's just kind of like I, I, me saying the vikings are going to miss the playoffs it's not like wow they're going to suck this year it's like eh, like they were kind of the odd team out in this simulation and i would not be shocked if they made it yeah I kind of had the I I the funny thing is I can say that it was definitely a if if this was real life it definitely would have been a battle again like you said between them and the NFC East. I think um I did have them beating out the Giants and the Cowboys, so they actually did make the playoffs for me like I said. Like I think we kind of had the opposites cuz obviously I think you had three teams making it in the East, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. So that's that's where me and you differ, because I had three teams making it in the North, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm just higher up on the Vikings and Bears than I am on the Cowboys and Giants, strangely. Yeah. Like, I think... And the, the worst part about doing these kind of rankings is I don't even know if I have the logic to put it behind it. It's just guts. Like, when I look at these rosters and I look at these teams, there's just something in me that goes, no, nah, they suck, they're better. Like, there's... And I think that is... That's the case with everyone. There's a little bit of... Like, whenever I do these kind of predictions... I always feel like I do better when I just trust my gut a little bit more. So that's it. I know that's not a very uh, good reason to, to have it, but I when it comes to gut feely, gut feely, I have the Vikings making it, and I also have the Bears making it. And that's and then, uh, that's fair. Like what do you that, say? That's yeah. fair. I think the Vikings are going to be very good on offense. Like. They've still got Justin Jefferson. They picked up Jordan Addison, who's going to be really good. They've got a pretty decent defense. Like, they picked up Marcus Davenport, who I think might actually um, play pretty good for them. I think they, in the secondary, they're kind of rough. Harrison Smith is getting older. Um, Their cornerback, their starting cornerback, is um, the most brutal way I've ever seen to spell my name. Uh, Caleb, but it's it's spelled A-K-A-Y-L-E-B. Um, a Caleb. Um, I think I'll... Oh, I, am, I will make them... <laughs> you I will lost make, me there for a second. <laughs> I will make them miss the playoffs just because of that. You know what? I said I didn't yeah, really have right. a reason. That's why, because I don't like how they spell Caleb. That is that is awful. That's respectable. <laughs> that is respectable. Yeah, no, I... That, that's, like, how I feel whenever I see, like, Simon spelled with, like, an E and an O in the, at the end. Like, Simeon. Yeah. Nah. Not making the playoffs. No playoffs for Yeah, no. Not allowed. Okay, well, do you want to talk about the Lions? Yeah, sure. I think they're going to be really good. Um, I have them at 11 I think they six. are, too. I, I do, too. Yeah, no. I, I had them, like I said, tied with the Vikings. 
but I but beating it just through tiebreaker. I I actually technically have them second in the NFC. Really, I have them fourth. I, I th- you have them fourth. Yeah. I I think that just shows just the difference in strengths in the NFC between my side and your side. I think um, I think they're going to be really good. I don't necessarily I strangely don't have see them winning much more than eleven and six, but I do think they're going to be good. I think they will. I believe I do in my weird simulation voodoo garbage. I think I have them actually making it pretty far. I, I can find how far I have them. Maybe I, I think I have them. them. I think I have them losing in the divisional. Yeah. I was gonna say I think I'm the same, but I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, it unsaved all my picks. That's cool. Thanks, 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 website. That's very nice of you. I I think I had them losing in the divisional as well, but I do not remember to. No, I didn't. You know where I, I had them going all the way to the conference. Really? Okay. As kind of just an upset thing. I and then I had them losing in the conference to the Eagles. Okay, that's fair. Like, so, it's, they're gonna be yeah. a good team. They're a good team. Um, they are good all around. They are a very tough team. Like uh, with Dan Campbell's obviously a pretty great co- great coach. Um, I think that uh, I think they'll be pretty good. I I don't like they're just when I think of a team that's just overall across the board pretty good. Like they they've got it all. They've got it all, but they don't have anything necessarily incredibly elite. But it's a very I'd say balanced team. There's a reason exactly. they were. That's kind of what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like they they've caught it all, but they in the last like yeah. little bit of last year. Yeah. And teams like this obviously work in sports, like in any sport. You when you see a team that's just balanced across the board, it works because the funny thing is you don't necessarily need that big star quarterback to win. Sometimes all you need is a Jared Goff. You just need a guy who can make those accurate throws when he needs to, make those easy throws. And you can win with them with the right guys, and we're seeing that with the Lions. And I actually believe that they'll be pretty all right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I I agree. I I have my Jared Goff hate, but I think he can he he can take a team like this not not maybe to a Super Bowl, but he can take them pretty far. He can win them to division. Um, I don't think that's that crazy. Do you want to move into the NFC West to finish it up? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, 50 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you have in last? Check your storage. <laughs> I think I think okay, we're, I think um, we're good. I think we're good. You think you're good? Okay. Starting at the bottom. Why do you have the Cardinals in last? I do not have the Cardinals in last. Why do you not have the Cardinals in last, you <laughs> moron? <laughs> okay, to be fair, they are technically like tied for last. Um, I don't know what the okay. <laughs> I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Um, but I have the Rams in last. To be fair, to be fair, they're one win away from the team in third, so I guess I'm not that far. Off, yeah, no, I have. The... I think that the Cardinals should be last, and I don't think it should be controversial. <laughs> they are, they are last, but I do think that having um, Kyler Murray back at some point will be helpful yeah. for them, no, and I, I think they can sneak out the... a couple games. I like. I have them beating. I I have them beating the Rams and the Browns later in the season. Like, I don't think that's that. Yeah. They're well, I don't have the Rams doing very good either. I have the Rams. I don't have the Rams doing very good either. Yeah. Like, uh, they're going to be bad too. But I, the reason I had the Cardinals solo is I was thinking that too. I actually looked up when Kyler was reportedly coming back. He's going to be gone until at least week four. So I actually gave the Cardinals the benefit of the doubt and said, okay, past week four, Kyler Murray comes back. 
and I still have them at three and fourteen. Yeah, I have them at <laughs> three. I have them at three team. and fourteen as well. They're not a good team. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. So I'm guessing you have the Rams at three and fourteen too. Yeah, then? and I just I just found out what the okay. tiebreaker. was. I had the Rams at four and thirteen. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> like it's it's pretty similar there. They're both not going to be very good. I have these. These are some. These are some fun stats that I will just like to throw out. I have the the Cardinals have an zero and eleven record against winning teams, and the Rams are zero and ten. Um, Cardinals are zero and eight. Zero and eight at home, which actually lines up. They kind of sucked at home last year, and the Rams are one and seven. Like, they're both not going to be very good. The Rams could outseed that expectation like the cardinals i think is pretty fair like they're not gonna do any better than that the rams like if they do better than that i wouldn't be shocked but i still don't think they're gonna be very good they also have a brutal start to the season brutal seahawks niners Bengals. then i see them picking up a win against the colts they get a bit of a breather then immediately back to the eagles like you tell me that they're winning any more of one of, than one of those games like there's no way that they are um, yeah, it gets I don't a little disagree. bit. Easier, I feel like but... the thing is, we're, we're gonna agree on the on the Rams and the Cardinals. I think uh, like they're neither team there as much working for them necessarily. No. The funny thing is, is I actually kind of want to fight with myself on how bad I had the second team I had in my division, which was the 49ers. Ooh. I want. I kind of disagree with myself now. I want to. I want to I want to go back and I on fix things because the more I think about it the more I disagree with myself. I had the 49ers going 8 and 9 and wow. I feel like they should be better. Okay. Yeah, I I thought my homer I think was that bad. they're a better team. <laughs> how how bad did you have them? I had them at 11 and 6. They're the, yeah. no, the I fifth actually seed. I the funny thing is despite what my thing is, I actually agree with you. I think the more and more I think about it cuz last year I was pretty high on Purdy. I think that I'm still high on Purdy. <laughs> I think that they are a very good team, and they will continue to. They were a very good team, and they will continue to be a good team. I I disagree with myself a lot now. I have regret. <laughs> I think uh, I don't know if I were to go back. Like one second, if I swing back through their wins, I'm sure I could probably come up with. Yeah, like I going back. I had them losing to the Cowboys. I don't think they'll lose to the Cowboys. Yeah, Which I makes think, the I Cowboys them, record them, even worse. Oh, yeah, because I had them beating the Cowboys, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I had, oh, as an upset, I had Tampa beating the really? 49ers. Okay. I did not have that. I, I don't know about that one, big dog. Tampa's <laughs> getting knocked down a pole. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Ravens beating 49ers? Sure. Oh wow! At the end of the season, I had Commanders beating Forty Nine ers. I'm gonna keep that just because it's fun. Yeah, but that's not that. That's I, not that surprising. That, that, and with that all happens. those changes, with all those changes, the Forty Nine ers go ten and seven. And Caleb, guess what? Mm, what? <laughs> they they beat out the Seahawks for the playoffs. Yeah, game. that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening, Simon. Yeah, because <laughs> they are tied. Because the Seahawks would be ten and seven as well on mine. Would you have the Seahawks missing the playoffs then? Yeah. No, if with that in mind, one second, I'll go back and read through my... I had Seattle winning their first three games and then losing to the Giants. I had them winning their and then first they four. Lose, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> and then I have them losing... They lose two in a row, so they lose Giants and uh, Bengals. Okay. And then they went, get, a, get a win beca- against the Cardinals. This one I actually disagree with, so I'm going to go back and change that. Now that I've changed that... The Seahawks would go eleven and six and make the playoffs. Okay. I don't agree with myself saying that the Browns would beat us. 
I had the Browns. It could be an upset. It could be an upset. It could be an upset, but I have a couple upsets already in there. Like, I have the Rams beating us later in the season. That's fair. That's fair. I have the 49ers beating us. I do, too. I have... Yeah. Like, I think... If we want to talk about... With revisions. With revisions. Like, I think... Because the funny thing is, personally, I think that Seattle and the 49ers in this division will probably be a coin flip. Yeah, it's kind of spooky. I think they're. I think it's going to be a coin flip on which team makes it, which is pretty accurate to what I've got going. I don't know. I and I clearly, if you agree, you want to take it. I I don't even. It's just a gut feeling. I as as much as I love my Seahawks, I do that that forty nine ers team continues to be scary as hell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I, I don't know. They're they're certainly the boogeyman in our closet. Okay, so I'm I'm like. I have the Seahawks at 12 and 5 and the Niners at 11 and 6. I agree with you. I think it'll be a coin flip. I do think the Niners will do worse than they did before, not because their roster is any worse, but because I think not and not because so I don't entirely slow. have yes, exactly. Not like I think Brock Purdy will be pretty good, but I just don't think there's any way he can replicate like stringing off five wins like I don't think that's going to happen. The Niners have a tough schedule. Um but moving on to the Seahawks, so do the Seahawks. I do think um The Seahawks are very, again, I could see the Seahawks doing worse than this just because they do tend to lose games they should win in the latter half of the year. But I have them going 4-0 to... I have them going, actually, what is that, 6-1 to start with the only loss being to the Bengals. Um, Oh, jeez. Because I do think their schedule (laughs) is pretty easy. Um, Yeah. But... I guess I have them three... I have them three and two, and then they crack off another two, so that'd be five and two. Oh, they crack off another four. So they win four straight for me in the middle of the season. Yeah, I don't have that. I have, I, I, so I guess I'm pretty I'm pretty high on them, too. I just have... I have the Seahawks winning a lot in a row and then losing three in a row. I also have them losing three in a row. I have them losing... They have a really tough stretch where they go Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. And I think that will be rough. I have them losing three of four. I have them losing Cowboys, Niners, yeah. Eagles, and winning one of the Niners games. Because I think they will split with the Niners. I don't think that's that controversial. Um, yeah, that, no, I had them. Or did I? Did I have them? Yeah, I did have them splitting with the Niners. Okay. Because that makes sense. I have them sweeping everybody else in their division. But there's just a few games in their schedule that are so tough. I think they'll win some of them. Like, I think they'll win Lions, Giants. Um, I have them beating... Um, Actually, those are the I've been beating the Niners once, but then like there's some teams that will be really tough for them, um, like the Eagles, like the Bengals, like the Ravens. I have them like the Cardinals as well. in Week 18. <laughs> knowing the I don't se- actually knowing, have them knowing the Seahawks, really knowing the Seahawks, <laughs> I would not be that shocked, honestly. Um, yeah, <laughs> but anyways, I I have the Seahawks at two in the conference, which you could say is homerism, but it's also like a bunch of tiebreakers. Cause... Now with my revisions, I would have them at two as well. Okay. I, I feel like that's too high, even then. Like, I, you know what's funny? The the weird thing about when you pick every single game is when, is you don't... When you... Because when you, you pointed this out. When when you just look at teams and go, I think that's a 10-7 and 7 team. I think that's a 12-5. and 5. The issue with that is that you end up with just weird records all over the place, right? But... So you can't really look at the small picture. But when you just look at the small picture, I feel like you're just missing something there as well. Because... I don't know, because the more I look at my own rankings, I disagree with them. And I think that's just like, uh, that's how it's going to be. 
<laughs> with this this whole thing, right? Yeah. I, I the one thing I think we can definitely agree on is the fact that this is gonna be a fun NFL season. Yeah. This is gonna be a good one. The separate there's the a lot of really good teams. Yeah. The separation I have between the Eagles at one and the Vikings missing the playoffs at eight is three wins. So like saying the Seahawks are at two while like a gut feeling that feels high, in reality they won one more game than the Niners at five. I think it's going to be very close, and it's going to be a lot of luck and bounces and injuries that'll determine the seeding of it. I do feel pretty confident, other than the Vikings could slip in and maybe a surprise team, I feel pretty confident in the playoff teams. The seeding could go either way. But with that, Simon, do you want to get into what we had in the playoffs? Um, what What do you have your picks for? Uh... Well, I lost mine, so you don't oh, have to I, give I, me a I did. I did. Too. Wild card. Okay. Here we go. Are we just doing the NFC side? Yeah. We're going to save the AFC side for next week? Okay, give me a second. Uh, uh, Yeah, they'll do that. Uh, One second. Here, I'll I'll say mine. I'll say mine while you're you're doing it. Um, So 4v5 for me is Lions-Niners. I have the Lions winning that game in an upset. Um, Even though they are the higher seed, that would be an upset. I do think they have the the gun power to uh, get a playoff win off and the Niners losing in the first round, well, that would be pretty shocking. Like, again, um, I think, I don't know, we'll see what Purdy's made for. I don't know if he um, is going to perform all that well in the playoffs. Um, like I talked about earlier, the Panthers, Giants, I don't, the Panthers will have a very good record, but I think they're going to lose that one at home. And then Seahawks, Cowboys, I have the Seahawks taking revenge for their loss earlier in the season and beating the Cowboys in Lumen Field. Those are my wild card round picks. Okay. I I just finished mine and mine my second time through it ended up being a lot more interesting than my first because <laughs> I cho- I chose different teams to do different things ended up being being pretty interesting for my wild card and we're just doing NFC to be clear right yep just, NFC. just doing so the we'll, NFC wild card, we'll yep. save we'll save so, Super Bowl for later too we'll save Super Bowl for next week we'll get up to the conference okay okay sure we can do that. Uh, my AFC's interesting. Oh, I guess you'll have to tune in next week. Son of a bitch. I know, okay. right? Um, <laughs> anyway, first off, Vikings versus Carolina Panthers. As high as both of us are on Bryce Young, I don't think they will beat the Vikings in the playoffs. He's gone. I, I think that the Vikings will make it to the divisional. Next up, I have Giants versus Lions. I have the Lions winning that one. Not really anything... I'm just higher on the Lions than I am the Giants. I think that uh, I trust Jared Goff more than Daniel Jones as a playoff quarterback. And then I have Bears versus Seahawks. Once again, Justin Fields could pull something out of his big old nutsack, but I don't think he will. I think Seattle will probably take it just because they're the better overall team. But who knows? That's a team. That's definitely a game Seattle could lose as well. My AFC side's a lot more interesting. I feel like my NFC side is a lot more less controversial yeah mine mine is too i'll move into my divisional picks so after that i have the lions and seahawks which will be an interesting game um but i think the seahawks just with home field advantage will pull that one out um and then i have the eagles and giants um that one is pretty easy for me the eagles will take that one and and it won't be particularly close the funny thing is me and you have very similar actually the only team that's different is that you have the giants i have the vikings yeah so that's that's the only difference i have the lions beating the seahawks i think wow, that the lions okay. are an overall better team i i, di- I, I i'm just higher on the lions than i disagree seahawks. i mean who knows 
who knows? It's not a lo- it's not a completely unbeatable game for the Seahawks. The Seahawks could win it as well. I'm not saying I'm not saying it wouldn't be close. I'm saying that I would pick the Lions if gun to my head. I'm gonna pick the Lions, but we both agree on the Eagles. They're gonna move on. Eagles versus Vikings. Nah, it's skip not gonna the game. be. Yeah. Even though I do have the we Vikings can... beating the Eagles in the regular season, but in the playoffs, I don't think it's going to be close. If the, if okay, that Caleb, give me your logic for why the Seahawks are going to beat the Eagles in the conference championship. Okay, okay, okay. Let's hear so, it. <laughs> I do have the Seahawks beating the Eagles in the conference championship. Now. Oh, wait, are you actually? <laughs> yes. Now, would this be an upset? Yes. Would this be one of the biggest playoff upsets in the oh, last little bit? God. Yes. Would, um, would... Uh, is my homerism affecting me a little bit? Yes. Yes. With all of that being said, <laughs> I don't think it's that outlandish. Oh, Reason number one. I think it um, is. Other than the Chiefs, going back to the Super Bowl back-to-back years is very difficult, especially for a team as young as the Eagles. Even though they are very good and are going to be very good um, the whole season, <coughs> I could see them slipping up in a playoff game. It's just hard to replicate that success. Um, number two, I do think... <laughs> that um, Pete Carroll is a little bit more of an experienced playoff coach. I do think um, in these NFC Championship games, I know it's going back a long time, but Seattle historically has a lot of luck. Um, Their kind of stopping point has been the divisional round more than anything. Um, They haven't lost in the conference championship in a very long time. They perform very well. Um, It would suck. The fact that they're on the road makes it a little bit tougher, especially playing in Philadelphia. But... Um, in the playoffs, things don't always fall as they should. Um, I think it'll be a very close game. I wouldn't be surprised if a game between these two teams goes to overtime. Um, but I do think the Seahawks will get some luck. I, I think it's hard for the Eagles to replicate. Listen, I, I, listen, I love my boys. I, I love my boys, but like... I, I don't know about that one, big dog. <laughs> it's, it ain't gonna be... I don't know. I I don't know. So, like you you lost me when you said they're gonna make the conference. Saying they'll make the Super Bowl is wild. That is a wild prediction, especially considering, const- like, oh that is rough. That is rough as hell. Cause I I don't know. I don't know. Cause you say you have them beating the Lions, but I have I a am- really tough tough time even oh. then. And the Lions are worse than the Eagles. (laughs) I don't have a tough time with that. I don't have a tough time with that. I think the the Seahawks, Niners, and Eagles are the best three teams in the conference. Um, And I think there's a pretty big gap between them and anybody else. Um, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that, I guess, because I don't know who else I'd throw in there, I guess. So by that logic, sure. But I... Oh man, that's rough. You think if the if the Seahawks have everybody healthy, that's they just so have rough. such a good roster. Like they have again, their offense Ooh. is stacked. If Geno plays up to what he did last year, um, he's got 
Um, Kenneth Walker in the backfield, Metcalf, Lothick, Smith, and Jigba. Their offensive line stacked with young rookies. They're really good. Their defense is going to be much better than it was last year. They've got, they signed Draymond Jones. They got Jaron Reed back. Um, they've got, they'll have Jordan Brooks at that point. Bobby Wagner, Nwosu was a sack machine. They've got the new Legion of Boom. There has to be Adams and Diggs. It is such a stacked it's, roster. It's a good roster. Oh, it's a good roster. Is. It's the best roster we've had in years. Is it a Super Bowl roster? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Did you say? Did you think the Eagles were a Super Bowl roster before? No, but last I am year? pretty damn sure now. Things change, right? <laughs> sure, Things change. Sure. Things change. Well, we'll see. We'll um, see. I'm not saying. Am I saying that the? Am I saying that the Seahawks are better than the Eagles? No, I'm not saying that. But one game, winner take all, in January. Could the Seahawks pull it out? I can't. I, I, be close, I cannot but... wait to play this on repeat when the Seahawks go seven and ten because Geno forgot how to throw a football over the summer. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Simon, let let me have my let me have my preseason hype. God, let me bask in it you know, when I can. You know what's the best part about doing these types of predictions? It's the fact that stuff like this happens, and we're gonna either 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 here's a, these are the two options here. This is. It's a win-lose for you. It's a win-win for me. Because either the Seahawks win the Super Bowl, or I get to laugh at your face. And both are terrific options. <laughs> but for you, either the seat you're right and the Seahawks win the Super Bowl, or you're wrong and just completely way off by a country mile. <laughs> like, it's... Well, it's that's a wild we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah. how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's like, I don't that's, think... I don't think it's. I what don't are think the odds on the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl? But not high <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, I hope you're right. Um, odds to win Super Bowl. We're at three thousand five hundred thirteenth rank. Low. The Browns have <laughs> higher odds than us. What do the Browns have higher odds than us? No, nah, I'm taking the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl well, just despite you that. You put money on that? that? Okay. <laughs> that's awful oh seriously the browns i'm totally gonna make that into a tiktok <laughs> i am totally gonna put that prediction out i want the whole world to know it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's yeah, okay that's it's okay. great okay well we can end it there that's our nfc segment next week you can come back and watch us crap on every afc team or maybe say they're a lot better than they actually are it's gonna be great I think my AFC side's a lot more interesting than my be. NFC side, and that's not just me trying to convince all the beautiful people out there to come back. That's me truthfully thinking that I yeah. Well, the AFC I think is the AFC stacked. Is a lot the AFC stronger. is stacked. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be. I have a team that goes eleven. I have a team that goes eleven and six and misses the playoffs. <laughs> I don't. Do I? No. Maybe. Do I have that? I don't have that. No, I'm not the same. But I do have what? What's the lowest ranked team making the playoffs for me? Where's my eighth seed? Where are you, eighth seed? Oh no, never mind. My lowest ranked team making the playoffs is nine and eight, which isn't crazy. Okay. So it'll be okay. it'll be interesting. Tune in next week. So obviously one of the more fun things about the off season as a whole is we get to talk a lot more about quotes than actual sports. Who doesn't love that? 
But sometimes we get the really fun quotes where we got a a sprinter, an American sprinter, talking about how NBA championship NBA champions shouldn't be considered world champions, which is pretty interesting to me. I think when I heard that, I it kind of got me thinking about it because I I don't know if I'd ever actually thought about it like that because the NBA, in a sense, you're right. It's just like the North American thing. Are they world champions? Who knows? But uh, I'm curious what your opinion on that is. Like, do you consider, in any sport really, not only just the NBA, like, do you consider the NFL, like, the winner of the Super Bowl to be the world champions? I think that's the argument that's kind of been passed around. Obviously, we could talk a bit more about the players specifically on whether certain NBA players who have won medals in the Olympics are considered world champions, which is kind of where a lot of people are aiming at. But I don't feel like that's as interesting. I don't think that's where the argument actually is. I think it's more, do you consider a win in, like, the American leagues, like, you know, the North American big four leagues, you know what I mean? Do you consider that a world championship win? So that's tough. Um, I definitely have an opinion, but I do think it's important to outline, like, the reasoning as to why you'd think both ways. So Noah Noah Lyles' opinion, obviously, like, I'll get, I pulled up the quote. So he said, um world champion of what the united states don't get me wrong i love the u.s at times but that ain't the world we are the world um referring to everybody at the um where he was competing the world athletics championship says we almost have every country out here fighting thriving putting on their flag to show they are represented there ain't no flags in the nba um and i do think they have a point because it is very like speaking as a canadian Americans do sometimes have a tendency to make it all about themselves. And I do think that there is a little bit of that when calling like the the winner of the Super Bowl, the world champion or the winner of the NBA, because again, it it isn't the world. It's like, is Denver really the best basketball city in the world? No. Um, Is like, um, is um, Kansas city the best football city in the world? Maybe. I don't know. That's what's so hard to judge. And I do yeah. think, um, yeah, I do think part of this, I'll get into this later. I am a little bit more on Noah Lyles' side because I just think that world champion is a different title and it, it implies something. It implies international competition because you can't really, I don't think you can be a world champion without competing against other countries. That's what makes it so different. Um, but from the other side, that is the point to be made that the NBA or the NFL is not just an American league. There are players, especially in the NBA, um, like Giannis is from from Greece, right? Um, Carl Anthony yeah. Towns, while well, from the States, rep- represents Dominican Republic in um, the Olympics yeah. and then the FIBA World Cup. Like, Doncic there's all that for, stuff. Uh, Slovenia. Where's Doncic from again? Slovenia. Yeah, right. um, like, you've got, um, you've got so many players that are from different countries they're not the just nba all has more european stars than ever right now. yeah like more stars from all over the planet i think when you're making that argument because there you're right there are two sides and i will make the two arguments right here because it's as simple as are they championship of the world just because they're taking on the best in the world is that what that means like what what do you define as a world champion i guess do you define that as somebody who wins a medal or wins something for their country like is the best like competing against other countries and wins is that a world champion or is it more do you define it as just beating the best 
Yeah. It's which is a really interesting idea to me. I the the weird thing is I remember as a kid when because every I'm Canadian. Every kid in the world dreams of winning the Stanley Cup, right? Like the funny thing is I feel like as a kid I dreamed more of representing Canada in the Olympics because that was always so cool to me. Because because uh, you obviously uh, I got to watch Sidney Crosby do it in 2010 and like the 2014 Sochi Olympics as well. Like all of all of that stuff was so cool to me as a kid that I thought that that was bigger than winning the Stanley Cup because they're representing their country, which is kind of the other argument there, right? I there's something there's something that almost feels more special when you win something that isn't just for you. You're not just winning it personally or winning it for a team or just a city. You're winning it for a whole country, which is really which I always thought as a kid was super cool. So there's that argument too. There's so many parts in it. There's so many parts to that that's super interesting. I think that's why I'm I'm almost on the fence on it, right? Because like I said, obviously there's the argument that they are taking on the best in the world and therefore to, they can be called the, a world champion because they beat the best in the world, right? But they didn't win it for their country, which is like, eh, I don't know. Like, that's what I mean. I, I think I'm on the fence. I have I have a foot on both sides, I guess. Yeah, and I think I do too um because it's really when you get down to it it's a semantic difference it's nothing it's like you outlined it's does playing against the best players in the world make you a world champion or just representing your country and i do think i'm more on the side that representing your country does not to downplay the accomplishments of the nba champions or the super bowl champions or the world series champions or anything like that i'm not doing that to downplay their accomplishments however um I think when you say world, it is implying that you're getting other countries involved and you're representing where you come from. Um, Whereas NBA champion implies something else. Because again, nobody from the Denver Nuggets is actually from Denver. Um, And I think when you you bring in that (laughs) world champion's title, it kind of implies that, that you're playing for a place because you're aiming to be the best in the world. Um... Uh, so that's where again I if you want to make the argument that NBA champions are I'm I'm not going to get too mad about it because I do think it's a, a semantic yeah. difference. Where I do get a little bit mad is these NBA stars that came out against this and are just so butthurt about it. Um it's like <laughs> that's true. you yeah, are you funny, are Kevin Durant. You have already won the NBA finals twice. You have beaten the best players in the world and everybody knows that. And you're taking time out of your day to like trash Noah Lyles on Instagram, like Draymond and the thing Eric is, Gordon. It's just like I I feel like the idea people are focusing too much on the first part and not the second part because I don't think he was trying to undermine what NBA players have done. Yeah. He was trying to bring up the athletes that win these gold medals and these. Mm-hmm championships these actual world athletic championships right yeah he was trying to bring that up instead of well and sure he might have tried to bring down the nba with it but i feel like i don't think that was necessarily his goal he wasn't shooting for the nba players trying to take their take their livelihood like he was trying to bring up all of these Mm -hmm. athletes who don't get enough attention Mm -hmm. for winning these absolutely insane for just winning in whatever sport they've won in it's I I don't think I think what he was trying to do is very respectable 
And I actually, I like it a lot. I think it's, it drew a lot of attention to something that I don't know if a lot of people knew it was going on. Yeah. I, I did, because <laughs> I remember hearing about, um, fr- about, uh, I believe her name is Richardson. She broke the 100 meter yeah. women's record mm-hmm. at it. So that's why I knew it was going on. So I'm sure some people also did. But obviously, this quote brought a lot more people's attention to it because you you shot at something everybody likes <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna get the attention you want which is what he wanted he wanted to bring the attention in and he got it yeah and i, do, I i'm not butthurt about it i do think that it just sucks that that point has been lost because all of these nba players have gotten butthurt about it like again you put it perfectly he wasn't trying to we don't think he was really trying to attack the nba as much um and it sucks that it's kind of being taken that way Another argument that I but did that I did just I think, think of, that the only way anybody would have heard it is if he made it argument no, like that. No, that's if true. he just came out. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. Like um, I'm gonna find uh, one second. He when you just quote if he had just started with "We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show what they are represented." Would that have made it anywhere? No, it definitely wouldn't have. And I I, I think. No. Because that's how it works. Yeah. It's true, and it's an again. I do think it is a good point, and one of the one of the to kind of shifted a little bit. One of the other points that you could bring to his side is just how many people know about the sport. So there's a reason that in like <coughs> soccer, or football, like not American football, um, the World Cup is like those are the world champions and it's not anybody who wins like the premier league or anything like that um because soccer is so universally played and recognized that you have to go international to actually say these are the world champions i think a point that um another point you can say for noah lyles is that some of these sports basketball and baseball less so but like football especially it is a little bit one-sided to say that the it's people true. on the American teams yeah. are the world championships because you don't know how good anybody else could be if people um, in Asia Actually or Europe were... Yeah, and if it was as brought up because it depends what you're brought up in, right? Um, I think that can be another one of the points that he makes. Like, those sports aren't as international as something like what he's doing, like sprinting or track and field or um, any one of the Olympic-type sports that people are actually, like, training up and competing at for the purpose of going into international competition. Um, but yeah. again, is and it... And I, the, like, I just keep going back in my head back to hockey because I feel like hockey is, like, the perfect one there because, sure, basketball's had its European stars, right? But you, hockey's really had that for, like, yeah. sure, maybe, like... It's been... It's still not been a long time. It's probably been, like... 30 years like that we've really had a lot of european stars coming over it started with the with russians coming over from uh just uh what's the term um you know what i mean though yeah in, past, in past the late the 80s leaving past the iron curtain there you go yeah like it started with that and now we've had we have just a ton of european talent and it's not just as sure it's still canadian dominated but it's not as canadian dominated as it used to be and now it's a lot more i think it almost makes it, it makes it more fun. I think uh, I think there is more there as someone who grew up playing hockey. It's not as simple as... Because every time you bring all the NBA players from America to play in the Olympics for basketball, golly gosh, I wonder who's going to win most of the time, right? Like, it's not... 
it's not that. But with hockey, we've seen Canada lose multiple times. Canada lost in the 80s tons because yeah. the Russians were nuts. Yeah. Like, they had one of the best hockey teams ever assembled. Like, that's... And that makes it a lot more interesting. I think that's... When it comes to stuff like that, I think it really... Like, personally, I don't think Stanley Cup does mean world champion. I think that an Olympic medal does. Yeah. I... I on that side, I fall onto, onto that. I definitely... With that, I'm a lot more opinionated on. But when it comes to other sports where it's... I, I don't know. I... Maybe I am more on the side of Olympics, and I, I feel like I maybe agree, agree more with Noah Lyles. The more I think about it, the more I think I agree with Noah Lyles than the other side of the argument. But there, there's definitely two sides to it. There's okay. definitely two sides to it. I think just the way I grew up, just, like, idolizing the idea of, like, winning that gold medal for your country, right? Like, because um, I was obviously in hockey, but also, like, when I was younger, I used to do long-distance running. I wanted to, my dream was making the Olympics and winning a medal. Like, even in that, right? Like, uh, I think that I just value winning something for your country higher as a world champ, as a real world champion than an actual, like, uh, than just winning the NBA championship. Not devaluing that, obviously, but it's just, it has different meaning behind it, I guess. It does, and I think that's what the Noah Lyles is trying to get at in terms of the distinction for a world champion. Um and I would agree with it. And I just think the biggest takeaway for me from it all is it really is just semantics. Um, and it's just my biggest, yeah. like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, true. I'm not going to be mad it either is, way. It's a dumb argument. I'm not going to be it's mad either way. Argument. But the fact that yeah. some of these NBA, American NBA stars are coming out and just like going off on it. That's the part that's kind of upsetting to me because are you really going to get that mad about a semantic difference? I don't know. Um, like Kevin, Dur- yeah. Kevin, Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant, uh, you can't go choose to play for another country cause they're, they have better players. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, true. That's true. Yep. Uh, not that that would be much of the, a problem. The comment, them, but... <laughs> uh, the comment from Aaron Gordon made me laugh though. That one's funny. <laughs> Whatever. I'm smoking buddy in the 200 meter. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Buddy. That made, that made me laugh when I saw, read that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting, uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it, it really is. And it's, like, it's the kind of thing that gets big in the offseason. Again, good for, good for Noah Lyles for, for making, making the headlines about it. It's, it's an interesting conversation yeah. to have, but it's the kind of conversation you have in the offseason. Yep, it's fun. We're, we're having fun out here. Yep. Uh, some more news with the most exciting player in baseball and kind of unfortunate news. Um... The very thing that makes Shohei Otani unique is his dual threat ability. The fact that he is an ace pitcher and an absolute slugger. Um, but the fact is that when you play that much in a game that has as many games as baseball, injuries are going to happen, especially at the pitcher position with how much you're wearing on your arm. And unfortunately for Otani, that happened this week. Um, he suffered um, a torn UCL in his throwing arm. Um, which likely means that he will be out for the rest of the year and potentially going into free agency next year, having played his last game for the Angels. Um, obviously, terrible news for Otani. It really sucks that he can't finish up the season, especially with how well he's doing. Um, but overall, yeah. it does have big implications going forward for free agency, for the future of the Angels, for his future, 
for the future of the rest of the MLB, really. So with that in mind, what do you think about this whole situation, Simon? It's really interesting because I'm, I'm trying to read a bit more into the injury just as we're going. But um, this will be his second time potentially needing Tommy John surgery. It hasn't been announced fully as of... I, I'm not sure exactly when this would have been made. This article wouldn't have been made. I can double-check that. As of today, the 28th, today is the 29th. So as of the 28th, so yesterday, it wasn't necessarily known if he'd need Tommy Jones sur- surgery, but it would have been his second time needing it, which for most pitchers is not a very good thing. It's a very bad thing. And uh, luckily, they're saying that it's he... he Obviously, it happened in 2018 the first time when he needed it. He tore his UCL. So this is his second time technically doing it. But they are saying it's a different part of his UCL, which is interesting. So, um, But they are not sure what type of tear it is. So the actual severity of the injury isn't yet known. It is pretty much agreed upon that he's done for the year. So I don't know how much it actually matters other than he'll probably be back for next year. I don't think that's... That's less controversial, but um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts free agency and uh, what Otani does in the future, because obviously two Tommy John surgeries, like I said, not very good for a pitcher, but he's not just a pitcher, right? So yeah. maybe maybe he could make the decision to try and prolong his MLB career by just becoming a hitter. I think that, that has to be in the conversation. I think, um, I don't know if he will go that way, because I feel like that destroys... Obviously, he's still an insane hitter, but he's not. That's half of his value is in the pitching as well, right? So I don't know. It's it's really it's a really interesting situation, and it sucks. We were talking about that before. I do really want to hit that because there's a chance he had a chance for the triple crown, and he lost it. And that hasn't been done in pretty much a decade. I think over a decade now. I think it would have been uh, so Cabrera, Cabrera yeah. Last. Yeah, I like. Um, he had the chance to join that club, and it, I, I, it sucks. This whole thing sucks because um, I am not. I am definitely not an Angels fan, but that doesn't mean that I wanted to see something like this. Like whenever you see talents to his level go down, hurt you. It doesn't matter. You could be the Angels' biggest rival, and you'd still probably hate it. Well, yeah. I mean, as a Mar- as a just, Mariners fan, like you, I yeah. hate the Angels, but it still sucks to see. Um, a player as good as Otani go down. Um, and the fact that it's his second Tommy John surgery is really rough because it's a, it's a pretty yeah. exclusive club. It's a rough situation. And, yeah, there's um, – there, obviously, it can still be successful. Um, there's players who have had it. So, like, Jacob deGrom has gone through two. Walker Bueller is going through two. Um, there's – I don't want to mess up his name, but Ryu, the pitcher on the Blue Jays, had it twice. Um, yeah, yeah. With his being a little bit more, uh, he hasn't come back that successfully. So, which is obviously like, tough. Um, yeah, it's 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 a hard it's a hard conversation to have because obviously when you're talking about Degrom and Bueller, it's not like they were going okay. Well, maybe you can come back as a hitter. No, I think that conversation has to be happening with Otani though, because. He's he doesn't need to pitch. Yeah. If you're the Angels, do you want him to keep pitching? You just lost your best hitter because he wanted to pitch. I feel like and that's not me trying to take away from Otani's pitching ability, not at all. I'm all I'm trying to say is 
do you net if you is it worth the injury risk to potentially if you're gonna be if you're gonna be losing Otani this late in the year? Is his are, is his pitching really that worth it? I guess he's still an all star pitcher. Don't like I'm. I don't know. If it's, I was the Angels' general manager or whatever team Otani moves to in the offseason, I feel like I'd be t- shutting down the pitching. It's a tough conversation to have because then you also say, okay, if he's not pitching anymore, does that lower his value in free agency? I don't know. I don't remember where I saw it, but there that is the tr- that there was some yeah. somewhere that was saying that this injury could have cost him as much as a hundred million dollars on his next contract, um, which is I believe it. which is insane, yeah, but it's no. not that far off, like. When you're losing that much, that big of a part of the, your game, um, then it's the kind of thing where you have to say, like, eh, this is not, it's not looking good. Um, for the him. funny thing is, Otani is arguably the best hitter in baseball right now, with, which is nuts to think about it, considering he's also arguably one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Yeah. But with what is going to get him paid, like, you're, because, yeah, 100%, you're losing 50% of what you would potentially be buying. This, I think whether Otani makes the decision next season that he still wants to pitch or not is going to determine how much money he gets. I think... Well, even the with the injury, though, even with the injury, you're scared that he's not going to get back to that yeah. same form. It's going to cost him money either way. Yeah, it's going to suck. This is... This is the worst situation for Otani. Yeah. The Angels are probably wishing they just traded him at the trade deadline. The, yeah. Like, there's... There's no, there's no winning here. Like, there's no. This just sucks. This just like, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where you go from here with Otani. Because some teams gonna take a chance on him because he's Otani, but oh, it's such a, oh, of it's course. such a big yeah. chance though at this point, um, because of that injury. Like two Tommy John surgeries is nothing to laugh at. Like. One of those surgeries no, can absolutely. mess your career up big time, um, and two of them. And we've seen it mess up careers. Yeah, like, like we're talking about how bad two can be, but one is usually enough to really, really just that that can be it for a lot of people. Like you could, there's a lot of examples of careers being ended by stuff as simple as that, right? And now it's happening twice. You're rolling. You want to roll the dice that much? Yeah. Like, at a certain point, you have to... Sure, he's losing money by maybe not pitching, but, like, maybe he's saving money by not risking injury again. Like, maybe he's prolonging his career and arguably making more money from that, right? Like, if we're just talking about it like that, then it's... Yeah, it sucks. It's really... It it sucks. (laughs) Um, And there's the other thing, too, that... um, Reading up more on Tommy John surgery takes about 12 to 15 months for pitchers to come back. Um, six months for position players is that another thing where you say he shouldn't be pitching again at least for the foreseeable future um i don't know yeah. it's it's a tough thing i think that's that's an even better argument for why he probably shouldn't pitch again just because of how bad the recovery is because pitching is not throwing that many and that's pitches at 100 and that's miles a, an also hour. assuming that the yeah that's also assuming that re- the recovery isn't worse considering it's the second time yeah like I don't know if there's any research on that, but yeah, so I think there, uh, there is. Um, so by two thousand okay. nine, the odds of complete recovery are about eighty 
95 to 92 percent, which is pretty good. Um, 80 percent of players return to pitching at the same level before the surgery, which is a really good rate. Um, but at the same time, um, another stat is for Major League Baseball pitchers to receive the surgery twice, 35 percent never pitch again in the Major Leagues. And that's obviously not going to happen yeah. for Otani. Like, or, I mean, who knows because of how unique the situation is. It could just become a hitter. Yeah, but it's not like he's, he's not going to get kicked out of the league. So it would be t- a little bit no, tough for me no. to see that he never pitches again. But um, at least a little bit. But there would, There's not a team in this league that wouldn't want him at DH. No, it's true. And because, again, yeah, he, he, is, the- he is the best hitter in baseball, um, according to uh, – um, going by on-base percentage. And he, according to everything. Yeah, according to everything, <laughs> really. And then by ERA, he is yeah. the eighth-best pitcher in the entire league, which is saying something. Which is still insanely impressive. Yeah. Yeah, like, he is by far, before this injury, the most valuable player, and it's not even close. Yeah. Like, just, like, overall, who... Like, if this injury hadn't happened, we would have saw seen the biggest... the biggest contract we probably would have ever seen in baseball yeah for a long time too yeah like there is nobody he's arguably two times more valuable than any other player in the league before this injury that's why it sucks for otani it's such a big like it's there's such a big he, thing. his value just got cut in half yeah because he lost half of he could like, potentially be losing half of this entire game <laughs> you want to hear yeah and you want to hear the funniest thing the half he still has is more valuable than probably any other player in the NBA, in the MLB still. Yeah. <laughs> like it's nuts. It'll certainly so, it'll I certainly mean, be interesting to see. Um hopefully if he does have to get the surgery it goes well and he's able to return to form at some point next year. Hopefully he still gets I mean he's still going to get a lot of money, but hopefully he's not losing too much because of this injury because that sucks. Um but we'll have we'll have to I it's it's, we'll have yeah, to he's see. Gonna lose a lot. We'll have to see how much it is. It's still going to be astronomically high, but it's not going to be as high as it could have been. Do you think? Do you think the lower amount of money would increases his chance of going back to the Angels, or do you think it keeps it the same? I don't. If I'm Otani, I don't want to go back there not for money reasons, but for winning reasons. So I don't really think yeah. it does. Yeah. Well, I I also agree with you. I think if anything, this kind of gives an idea of how long that he potentially has to like continue playing like this. Like even if he wants to do, you know, both, like keep playing both sides of the ball. I think. Um, I think that he's probably gonna. I I don't know. I think he's gonna want to go to like. I think this increases his chances of leaving. I actually agree with you. I think that, if anything, this shows that he might not have as long of a prime as he might hope, and maybe staying on a team like the Angels isn't what's best for him, for his career and legacy as a whole. So, we're going to see Otani on the Yankees. God, no. God help us all. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching the Truck Play Podcast this week. Um especially with our NFC predictions. Um, that was a solid segment. If you liked what you saw there, make sure to tune in next week because um, we've got something even more exciting for you with AFC predictions. And then after that, we'll have you covered for the entire NFL season. So if you like the NFL stuff as much as I do, um, then make sure to continue tuning in. Um, make sure to follow us everywhere. We are on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on 
um, Twitter now. We're on we're on everywhere where you can find TikTok. us. We've got our oh we've got TikTok too. That's another good one. Um, and we're on every we podcast. got it all. We got it all. Every podcast platform that you could ever want. Make sure you're following us um, there and everywhere. Um, so to end it off, yeah. there was a couple different there's a couple different ways I can go with my shout out for the week, and I'm gonna begrudgingly give my shout out for the week to the Edmonton Elks for finally snapping oh, right. the <laughs> longest home losing streak in CFL history. I believe it was 22 games, um, and they finally <laughs> pulled it off by beating Ottawa at home by a pretty significant margin. So now, you know, I can't give the... I don't want to give the Elks too much credit as a Stampeders fan um, because I don't like praising them, and the fact that there are now one win back at the Stampeders makes me very nervous. Um but I'm instead, instead of focusing on them being good, I am instead going to land-based Chris Jones, the coach and GM of the Edmonton Elks, for not starting Trey Ford sooner. Trey Ford um, got the got his first start after showing so much promise. He was drafted in the first round as a quarterback a couple of years ago. And while CFL draft obviously isn't the same as the NFL draft, still important. Um he played really well, got hurt last year, and then this year he's fully healthy, and instead they just choose to not start him. And wow, shocker, they lose their first nine games. Then they start Trey Ford, and now they are undefeated since they've started Trey Ford. Chris Jones is one of Jam. the stupidest people known to man for not starting him sooner. Um, and he's just a stupid coach anyways. I, I don't understand the reasoning behind that. I hate, I'm glad he did it because I love seeing the Elks suffer, but when you have a quarterback like that sitting on your bench <laughs> the entire season and you could have stopped yourself from becoming the laughingstock of not only the CFL, but all of sports, like Chris Jones, do better. Like, or maybe don't do better. You know what? I hope Chris Jones stays with that team for as long as he possibly can because as long as he's there, they're not going to be doing anything good. Okay, damn right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a shout out. I didn't think about it that much. Shout out to uh, Sam, San Pellegrino. They, I recently discovered they're like blood orange. Like Those uh, are good. Those are sparkling good. Sparkling drink. They slap. Those are they're good. They're so good. All of my buddy are going into those now. Is this your new peace tea, best. Simon? I, I'm currently actually drinking a peace tea and not one of those. Because okay. the funny thing about those San Pellegrino things, they cost a lot of money. And Simon no got a lot of money. So I bought a box of these, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make them last. I'm currently down to like the last two. I bought it like three days ago. It's a problem, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I'm currently drinking a PST. These slept too. Simon's yeah. drink recommendations at the end. So in conclusion, everybody, you need to subscribe to us so that we eventually get big enough to make money to fuel Simon's San Pellegrino and PST addiction. Damn right. Now that's that is something that you can support. <laughs> that's something you can support use the code that we won't talk about yet <laughs> <laughs> next week big announcement probably maybe we'll probably. see how it goes maybe we'll see how it goes yeah <laughs> taxes are a funny thing we'll see <laughs> okay all right thanks for watching yeah see you see you next week everybody